0: Lesson number 154, Surah Al-Kahf will begin from ayah number 71 So in the story of Musa alayhi salam and Khadir, we learned about the occasion when both of them met and Musa alayhi salam requested Khadir that he should allow him to stay in his company so that he can learn from him But Khadir, he said a condition and what was that condition? That you're not allowed to ask any question. Until I tell you. Until I inform you. So it wasn't that Musa was not allowed to ask at all. What was the condition? That until I'm fully done with what I'm doing, and I have fully explained the matter to you, until then, do not object. Do not question. Do not suggest. Do not interrupt at all. So in other words, Musa was not allowed to interrupt until Khadr had completely Finished his task or he had fully Explained himself And this is a very important principle That we must also learn Because if we do not apply this then what will happen It will interfere our learning And it will also interfere The others teaching And at the end of the day who is going to suffer The student is going to suffer And not just him perhaps other people Will also suffer because of him So The terms were agreed and both of them They set out the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ In which the entire incident of Musa ﷺ and Khadir is mentioned Part of that hadith says That al Khadir said to Musa ﷺ Then if you follow me Ask me not about anything Till I myself mention it to you So they set out walking along the shore Until a boat passed by And they asked the crew to let them go on board The crew recognized Khadir And allowed them to go on board free of charge So both of them were allowed to go on board free of charge. Notice how a student can benefit when he is with a particular teacher or when he is with a certain person. Why? Musa salam, didn't have to pay anything either. Because Khadir was allowed for free, therefore Musa salam, did not have to pay anything. So when they went on board, suddenly Musa saw that al Khadir had pulled out one of the planks of the ship with an adze. And Musa salam, said to him, these people gave us a free ride. Yet you have broken their boat so that its people will drown Verily you have done a terrible thing So before Khadr even explained himself Here Musa salam was objecting So Al-Khadr said Did I not tell you That you would not be able to have patience with me Musa salam said Call me not to account for what I forgot And be not hard upon me For my affair with you The messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said In the first instance Musa salam asked al Khadir Because he had forgotten his promise because forgetfulness is a very big part of human beings Then a bird came and sat on the edge of the boat Dipping its beak once or twice in the sea So Al-Khadir said to Musa My knowledge and your knowledge In comparison to Allah's knowledge Is like what this bird has taken out of the sea This is what Khadir said to Musa a. So let's look at the ayat now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَانْطَلَقًا So both of them set out. إِنْطَلَقَ يَنْطَلِقُ إِنْطِلَاق From the root letters ط qaf So إِنْطَلَقَ يَنْطَلِقُ إِنْطِلَاق And إِنْطِلَاق is to Take off It is to set out It is to depart And Another word from the same root is the word طَلَاق And is Divorce. Why? Because when a woman is given a divorce and when their idda is completed, then she is free. She has been set free, she can leave, she can go, she's not under the obligation of asking her husband or anything like that. She is free. So, فانطلقى. both of them, meaning Musa and Khadr, they proceeded. Now, up until now, there was another person with Musa, <laughs> Yusha ibn right? His own student. So, where is he? He is not mentioned over here. So some scholars have said that at this point Yushar ibn Un stayed over there and Musa and Khadir only, they proceeded. And others have said that no, since it hasn't been mentioned that Yushar left, therefore we will understand that Yushar was also there, but he was only observing. He was not saying anything at all because he was the student of the student. So his rank was even lesser. So therefore he didn't say anything hatta so, حَتَّىٰ until إِذَا رَكِّبَ فِي السَّفِينَةِ Until both of them embarked on the ship. Who? Musa and Khadr. And remember that the word Safina is generally used for a passenger ship. There is another word that we have read for ship, which is Fulk. And Fulk is generally cargo. Okay. But Safina is generally passenger. So both of them embarked on the ship. What happened? Khadr. خَرَقَهَ He tore it open. He made a hole in it. خَرَقَ is from the root letters خَرَقَف and خَرْق is the opposite of خَلْق. Where خَلْق is to create, خَرْق is to destroy. So خَرَقَهَ He destroyed it. How did he destroy it? By pulling out a plank or two from the side of the boat. قَالَهِ He said, Musa, He asked Khadr out of amazement and because he found it very surprising, he said, أَخَرَقْتَهَا Have you destroyed it? Have you torn it open? لِتُغْرِقَ أَهْلَهَا So that you would drown its people. Lamb over here is not of purpose, but rather it is of consequence. لِتُغْرِقَ أَهْلَهَا That as a consequence of this, what's going to happen? The people on this ship are going to drown. لَقَدْ جِئْتَ And certainly you have come with a thing, meaning you have done a thing that Imra, That is very serious, that is very evil. You have done something, that is extremely wrong. The word imra is from the root letters hamza, Mimrah. and the word amr is also from the same root. However, notice this word is imr with a kasra under the hamza. And imr has two meanings. First of all, imr is used for something that is very scary, very frightening. Barawi said that imr is wahiya, very scary, very frightening. So what you've done is very frightening. People could drown any moment. The water could be filling up the ship because of this hole that you've made. And the people could drown. We're in the middle of the sea, middle of the water. Secondly, the word Imr is also used for something that is extremely serious. Very serious. Abu Sufyan, when he returned from the Hiraqal, from his uh, court, he said about the Prophet that laqad amira amru Abi Kabshata. That certainly the matter of this person meaning of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has become very serious that look the hiraqal is asking about him so imr is something very serious so what you have done is a munka it is very serious and it's extremely frightening we see that Musa alayhi wa he was extremely strong he was very bold he was very daring and he did not fear speaking up the truth when there was a need to do so Which is why he went to Fir'aun. And which is why when he saw something like this happening, he didn't care who was doing it. He didn't care what condition was set. He knew this was something wrong and he spoke up. He could not control himself over there. He spoke up. And especially when it came to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when it came to the rights of people, Musa alayhi salam would speak out what was necessary. And this is the reason why he reprimanded Khadir so severely. That he says لَقَدْ جِئْتَ شَيْئًا imra You have done something so serious Something so frightening He doesn't care About who's standing in front of him He just says لَقَدْ جِئْتَ شَيْئًا imra قَالَ He said Who said? Khadr said Alam أَقُلْ Did I not say إِنَّكَ لَن تَسْتَطِيعُ مَعِيَ صَبْرًا That you will not be able to have sabr with me Did I not tell you? So Khadr He reminded Musa a.s. Of the previously agreed condition so what was the response of Musa salam? Did he become stubborn over there? That no, but what you have done does not make sense. And why did you do it? And I do not accept this. I reject it. He didn't argue. Musa salam, remembered immediately and he apologized. He did not become stubborn. He did not begin to give excuses. What did he say? he said لَا تُأَخِذْنِي بِمَا نَسِيتُ Do not hold me accountable for what I forgot in other words I'm sorry I forgot now the question is why did Musa Alayhi forget why did he forget the condition and if you look at it this was something very serious they're going on a boat and all of a sudden a plank or two have been pulled out anybody in this situation would do the same thing isn't it so this is why he forgot and generally people forget the most important rules even the most important rules in a state of emergency in a state of fear In a state of panic The basic rules The most important rules People forget about them They completely leave their mind When they are in a difficult situation So he says لَا تُعَخِذْنِي bima nasitu And he says وَلَا تُرْهِقْنِي And do not burden me Do not cover me مِنْ أَمْرِي Concerning my affair عُسْرًا With difficulty تُرْهِقْنِي Is from the root letters Ra and Rahaqa is to cover something. And Irhaq, Arhaqa, Yurhiqu, Irhaq, is to lay such a burden on someone that is very difficult for them to carry. It is to lay such a heavy burden on someone that is very difficult for them to carry. So he says, La turhiqani. Do not burden me with what? With Usran. Because you see at the end of the ayah, Usran is Mansub. It is Muf'ool, it's the object. So do not burden me with difficulty min umbri concerning my affair. What was the affair of Musa a.s. He was there to learn from Khadr. So in my learning from you, do not be too difficult with me. Please make it easy for me. In my companionship with you, do not be too strict with me. Do not be too hard on me. Rather deal with me with ease and pardon. So what do we learn from here? Two things about Musa salam. That firstly, he admitted his mistake. He apologized. He says, لا تُأَخِذْنِي bima nasitu He did not become stubborn. And secondly, we see that Musa salam requests Khadr not to be too strict, not to be too difficult with him. Because if you think about it, if the teacher is extremely strict, then what will happen? it will become difficult for the students to learn. If the teacher is extremely strict, then the student is even worried to ask a question, to voice out their concerns. So we see that Musa alayhi salam, is requesting that his teacher not be too strict with him. So what do we learn for the student? That if he has ever made a mistake, what's the easy way? Just apologize. Simple. Make it easy for yourself Make it easy for the other And if you do find it very difficult You can also request for some ease You can also request for some ease But that ease should be something that is Genuine Now the hadith continues We learn that both of them They disembarked from the boat And while they were walking on the shore Khadir saw a boy playing with other boys And al-Khadir took hold of the boy's head And he pulled it off with his hands Killing him Musa said to him, Have you killed an innocent person who had killed none? Verily, you have committed a thing that is nukr. He said, Did I not tell you that you would not be able to have patience with me? Did I not tell you that you will not be able to have patience with me? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فانطلَقا So both of them set out again. Now once they left the boat, what happened? Both of them set out. Musa and Khadr. Hatta until إذا لقية when they both met. They both came across Ghulaman, a boy And remember ghulam is used for a young boy Who has just reached his teens You can say about 12, 13 About that So حَتَّى إِذَا لَقِيَ غُلَامًا What happened? So he killed him he said, Musa السلام, obviously he could not tolerate that either This was something far more serious than Destroying the boat he said, أَقَتَلْتَ زَكِيَّةً Have you killed a soul that is zakiya? What does zakiya mean? Zakiya is pure. It's from the word zakat. Pure, innocent. And why does he describe the child as a pure, innocent soul? Because remember that until a child reaches the age of puberty, his sins are not recorded for him. No matter what, Sin he does no matter what action he does He is not held accountable for it He can be reprimanded But the legal punishments will not be applied on him And also because if a child who has not yet reached puberty If he does any good deeds Then those good deeds are actually recorded for him This is the mercy of Allah Good deeds are recorded But the sins are not recorded So this is why he describes that child as zakiya so, you have killed a nafsan zakiyatan, bi ghairi nafsan without a soul, meaning not as a punishment for a person that he had killed. Generally, when is a person allowed to be killed? When he has committed murder in qisas. So, he says, You have killed this boy, not in qisas, bi ghairi nafsan. لقد جئت nukra. Certainly, you have done a thing that is hateful, that is deplorable. Nukra is from the root letters? Noon kafra. Any other word from the same root? Munkar. What is Munkar? That which is rejected by the Aql, that which is rejected by the Sharia, which is not acceptable at all. So you have done something that is Nukr, that is denied, that is unacceptable, that cannot be understood. I mean, what could be a genuine reason behind killing a child such as him? Why would you do something like that? I do not understand why you have done something such as this. Now again, Musa salam had been enjoining good and he had been forbidding evil since a long time. He was a prophet of Allah. And according to the law that he had been given, killing innocents, killing those who had not committed a crime was obviously something that was forbidden. And if you look at it, killing someone who is innocent is an act that is rejected by one's aql. And it's also rejected by the law that Allah has given. Therefore Musa salam was unable to remain patient. And he spoke up. You see when Khadr said, In you will not be able to have patience with me. Wa How can you have patience over something that you do not know of? This is what he meant. That Musa salam did not know why Khadr was doing these actions. And before Khadir could explain himself We see that Musa is objecting This was the patience that he was lacking Now apparently it might seem that Musa is also disrespecting his teacher Because if you look at it The way he says لَقَدْ جِئْتَ شَيْءَ This might seem a bit harsh And we have learned that A person must be extremely respectful Towards his teacher Now this is not Disrespect And especially if you look at the situation That Musa was in No matter who it is Even if it's your own parents Someone whom you respect a lot If they kill an innocent person Will you remain quiet? Will you remain silent? Will you be able to take it? Not at all You will speak up And Musa a.s. was far more sensitive than us Therefore he spoke up Qala he said Who said? Khadr said to him now, again, reminding him, "Alam akul, Did I not say laka to you صبر, That you would never be able to have patience with me? Did I not tell you? If you notice over here, the statement is slightly different from the first one. How? How is it different? Previously, what did he say? When he reminded Musa, what did he say in the previous statement? قَالَ أَلَمْ أقول إِنَّكَ لَن تَسْتَطِيعَ صبره. And here what do we see that he says? أَلَمْ أقول So we see the addition of لَكَ over here. Why? Did I not tell you? It shows a more intense reminder, a more, you can say, severe reminder. That this is not the first time I reminded you earlier as well. And it's as though he's saying that you have not been able to understand this and you will never be able to understand this fact. That you do not have patience with me. You do not have the patience that is required to learn this knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to me. قَالَهِ Musa said إِنْ سَأَلْتُكَ عَنْ شَيْءٍ If I do ask you about something, بعدها, after it, meaning after this incident, if I do ask you about something تصاحبني, Then fine, do not keep me as your companion Do not let me be in your companionship Then you can expel me بلغت, Certainly you have reached مِنْ From near me Udran An excuse What is an udr? An excuse A reason So he says That you have a reason now To reject me you have a reason now to refuse me, to refuse to allow me to accompany you. If you do leave me, if you don't allow me to accompany you anymore, you are justified. You are justified. We see that Musa, السلام, he admitted his fault again. Didn't he? He apologized again. He realized that Khadr's status was higher because he was teaching him here. And therefore, he gave in. So then what happened? فانطلقى. Then they both proceeded again. Hatta until إِذَا أَتَيَا When they both came across. Both of them, Musa and Khadr, they came across أَهْلَ قَرْيَةٍ People of a town. Which town is this? Do we know which town this is? No, we don't know. Because the name is not mentioned over here. We also don't find the name in the sunnah. Therefore there is no need to guess. So فَانْطَلَقَا حَتَّىٰ إِذَا ataya أَهْلَ قَرْيَةٍ They came across a people of a town And what happened when they got there? إِسْتَطْعَمَ ahlaha. They both asked for food from its people إِسْتَطْعَمَ is from Tain mim ta'am. What does ta'am mean? Food And إِسْتِطْعَام is to Seek food To ask for food To request for food So both of them They asked for food from who? From the people of that town Why? They were travelers And travelers They have a right That when they Are passing by a particular city They can make requests For them to be accommodated For them to be taken in as guests And this is why In our religion There is so much emphasis On spending on who? On Ibn Sabil On the traveler So both of them Asked for food But what happened? Fa'abaw But they refused Remember the word aba was takbara. It is to refuse harshly. So the people of the town refused أن yudayifuhuma that they take them in as guests. That they offer them to hospitality. يضيفو is from ضيفة yudayifu تضيفة Remember the word ضيف? Who is ضيف? Guest. ضيف Ibrahim. And ضيفة is to take someone in as a guest. To be a host. To receive To take someone in as a guest So the people of the town Refuse to take them in As guests And remember that this Is something that is Against generosity And this is also something That is against Iman Refusing to offer Any hospitality To guests To visitors This is what? Against Iman Where do we learn this from? How do we know That this is against Iman This contradicts Iman Remember, the Prophet said that مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ ضَيْفَهُ Whoever believes in Allah and the last day, what should he do? He should honor, he should be generous towards his guest. So if there is a visitor, if there is a guest, and they are not welcomed in, they are not treated with generosity, then this is what? This is against iman. So we see over here, an What does it show that perhaps these people were not believers? Some scholars have said that the fact that they rejected to offer any hospitality to them, this shows that these people were not believers. So what did Musa and Khadr do? Did they argue with them? No, they just left them. And instead, wajada, So they both found fiha In it, meaning in the city. They found jidarun A wall. They found a wall in the city that yuridu, it intended, what intended? The wall was intending ayyan qad that it should collapse. Yuridu is from the word irada. And what does irada mean? Intention. When a person intends to do something. What do we see over here? Who's intending to fall down? The wall. Now, do walls, can they have some kind of intention? Can they? What do we think? It's not possible. But what do we learn? That even the inanimate things, they have the ability to do tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We learnt earlier that wa shayin illa yusabihu bihamdihi. Walla every single thing is doing the tasbih of Allah. Although you cannot understand how they do it. And we also see that the Prophet he had that trunk by which he used to give the sermon. But what happened? When it was about to be replaced, it began to weep. And the Sahaba actually heard it crying. The Prophet also said about Uhud that we love Uhud and Uhud loves us. يُحِبُّنَا وَنُحِبُّهُ So how can a mountain love someone? Think about it. We cannot imagine it. Similarly, we cannot imagine a wall intending to collapse. But what we learn from the various texts of the Quran and Sunnah is that the inanimate things also, they have some sense. They do have some kind of conscience that we are unable to comprehend, but they have something. So Yuridu an Kadda, this wall intended to fall. Others have said that the word yuridu is actually figurative. And what this means is that it was about to, it was at the verge of falling down. Because when we intend to do something, then we are at the verge of doing it. So, yuridu and yankadda. And the word yankadda is from the root letters. Nun, qaf, baad. Naqt. According to one an opinion. And naqtul ahd is what? To break a promise. And according to others, yankadda is from the root letters. Kaf, baad, baad. qad, And qad is to pierce to crush so yanqadda it was about to break it was about to violate or it was about to fall down it was about to collapse so what did Khadr do when he saw this wall فأقامه. so he set it upright he restored it aqamah yuqimu ikama is to establish something to make something stand straight so this wall was about to fall what did Khadr do he fixed it and he made it stand straight. Qala Musa السلام, obviously he was going to say something. So he said, Law shitta if you willed, let the surely you could have taken, alayhi upon it, meaning on fixing this wall, you could have taken from the people some ajran, some kind of reward. Now we see over here that Musa did not ask him that why did you fix the wall when they did not offer any hospitality to us. Rather he suggested. But we see that in this suggestion is a very subtle objection. In this suggestion is a very subtle question. And what is that question? Why did you do this? Or why did you not charge them? How could you do that? When they rejected you, how could you do that? So what do we see from here? That Musa a.s. was not even allowed to comment or to interrupt in regards to what Khadr was doing. And we see that before even Khadr could explain to Musa Musa spoke up in each of these three instances. As soon as Khadr did something, Musa spoke up. This was the sabr that was lacking. And this is the kind of sabr that is necessary for a person to learn. That before something is fully explained to you, do not interrupt, do not speak up. So what happened? Khadr said, this is it. This is parting between me and you. You go your way, and I go my way. This is it. Our companionship has come to an end. This is firaq, parting, separation, farewell, between me and you. But before you go, sauna biuka. Soon I will inform you. Bita with interpretation of what? Ma that which لَم تستطر, You were not able to upon it صَبْرًا In patience I will tell you About what you could not be patient over The Prophet ﷺ said We wish that Musa ﷺ was patient So that Allah would have told us More about both of them What do we learn over here In this ayah We see the kindness of Khadr That he doesn't just say Okay that's it Go away from here now What does he say this is a separation between me and you. However, before you leave, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you exactly what I was doing and what you were not able to have any sabr over. Now apparently, it may seem that Khadir was extremely strict. You may wonder like, what's the big deal? If anybody would be in that situation, they would speak up. They would question, they would object. This is what we've been seeing so far. Anybody in that situation would behave in that way. It was very normal for Musa to speak up in these situations. But we see that Khadr had warned Musa before. And he gave him many chances as well. One after the other. But repeatedly, what was being proven? That in order to learn this knowledge, in order to be in the company of Khadr, A person needed immense sabr. And Musa was given many chances. But each time what was proven? That Musa would not be able to continue anymore. So this shows to us that a student may be given several chances to do something. But there is a limit to those chances. After those chances have expired, then the teacher has a right to make a decision regarding the student. And if a teacher does make that decision, it's not unfair. Because what does it show? If the student has been given several chances and he's still unable to do what is required of him, what does it show then? It's beyond his ability. It's beyond his capability. And if he is given more and more chances, then he is only going to get discouraged, he is only going to waste his time, and he is going to waste other people's time as well. It's not that the teacher or the system is being extremely strict. It's because both of them are not suitable for one another. Like for example, it's possible that a person comes to take this course. Now there is a certain condition that you have to have a certain percentage of marks in a particular subject, another certain percentage in another subject. And several chances are given. If you're unable to take the test on time, okay, you have this window. If not this, okay, right after the course, within this window. You have to pass the test within a number of chances. But if a student is unable to do it, how many chances should he be given? How many retests should he take? One, two, three, four, five? Imagine every time a student takes a retest, somebody has to make it. Somebody has to mark it. Somebody has to enter it. Somebody has to process all that information. But if the student is not benefiting from every chance that is being given to him, and he's taking five tests, six tests, what does it show? She's not capable. Either there's incapability or there is lack of effort. And after a certain time, the chances will expire. And if the admin makes a decision that the diploma will not be offered to the student, then this is not injustice. And this we see everywhere in the world. Any school you go to, any institute, any university, you have to meet the requirements. If you don't, within the limited chances, then what happens? Eventually, the time expires, the chance expires. And if there is rejection, then remember this is not injustice. Because many times, we blame the administration. We blame the teachers. And we don't take the blame on ourselves.